<laughs> so it's great cheese. <laughs> you know how it is to melt them. <laughs> Welcome to the Collective Creamery Podcast, where we're crafting the conversation around American artisan cheese. How about that cheese, Rare Bird? Oh my goodness, is it delicious. It's super funky, super sticky and tacky and like ooey gooey uh, and really, really delectable. This is Sean Fitzgerald's baby, this little Rare Bird. He created it and he nursed it to life, didn't he? He sure did. I think Sean tells us, uh, told us in the last episode that this is the cheese he wants to eat every day. And I think he's convinced all of us that this is a cheese that we want to eat every day. It went into the Collective Creamery subscription shares uh, and got really, really great reception. So we want you all to hear a little more about this cheese, uh, some of the pairings, some of the impressions that we had uh, of this really, really special wedge from New Jersey. Let's get into it. Fishtown today. We have a special guest, Sean Fitzgerald of Cherry Grove Farm, oh, one baby. of the cheesemakers there. Hello. Yeah. Um, and I think what we're all kind of looking at right now is this big, beautiful cheese board that we have in front of us. Um, in case you haven't figured it out yet, we kind of use our podcast recordings as an excuse to drink a bunch of amazing local beer and cider, eat a bunch of amazing cheese. Uh, so we're going to see what we have on the board. Uh, Steph, what did you bring? I brought a cheese that was in the Collective Creamery share recently, which is a roasted shiitake clover. So it's our uh, fromage blanc, uh, very simple, tart and creamy cheese. We've talked about it before, and it's sprinkled with some uh, roasted shiitake mushrooms from Primordia Mushroom Farm um, up near my place in Berks County. And they are just a wonderful family run operation. And I think this cheese is, this cheese is fun because it's, it's kind of like a snackable spread and you've got the tartness and brightness of the fromage blanc, um, playing very well with the sort of savory earthy notes of the roasted mushrooms. I look forward to this cheese all year because it's sort of a fall winter cheese and it's just like super umami. And even people who eat clover all the time, um, are so, so into it. And it's like a totally different cheese. Alex is always asking for this to go in the share, starting about what? It's true. September 1st. So she got her wish. Yeah, she did get her wish. Um, And we've got like a nice uh, malty Weyerbacher brown ale, the Easton brown and down um, and some bread right here. Yeah, I I walked in and I saw that beer and I thought, oh, it will be perfect with the rare bird. That uh, Sean brought. Yeah, so that's a good. That's a good segue, Sean. (laughs) Tell us about the cheeses you brought. Well, I brought two cheeses. One is the Rare Bird, which is a washed rind raw milk cheese that we just recently actually started making. Been making it for about a year now, kind of just trying to perfect the recipe and get it to where we really want it to be. And the other one is Trilby, which is another washed rind cheese, but that's washed with Dad's Hat rye whiskey. Ooh, I yeah. can't go wrong there. And um, 
usually the trilby has a fig leaf wrapped around it, kind of in the style of like an Italian robiola. And we soak the fig leaves in, um, what is it? Um, apple brandy. Oh. Yeah. So nice. it's basically just a big, boozy, stinky, <laughs> messy cheese. It's which like is booze on booze on dairy. Basically, yeah. Um, which is my favorite thing, booze <laughs> and dairy <laughs> together or separate. It doesn't matter. It's um, such a beautiful, it's that salmon pink color. Thank it's you just for really bringing them. I can't it wait to like take a candy in. heart or a Necco wafer or something. It's so pretty. Yeah, I love when the Beelinens get that really pink, orangish, sherbet-y color. It's mm. really beautiful what's uh, what's the um size of this wheel is it well we make it in a couple different sizes but this one is probably like uh half a pound roughly okay is it mm-hmm. oh what a great size yeah and then we make like, like some pocket cheese like coops <laughs> yeah i can totally eat one of those for like lunch um, <laughs> which i have done before uh but we make it in a couple different sizes that we make like a coop size so it's slightly larger um and then the rare bird is we only make it in one size right now, which kind of will probably be that way forever because it's raw milk, so it has to age for at least 60 days. Mm-hmm. So making it any smaller. It's in a beautiful basket form. Yeah, those are nice, aren't they? I do love the design on the rind. It's beautiful and very appealing to the eye. Thank you. Yeah, we're going for that rustic Italian look. It works. <laughs> it's it works. beautiful, and I love the name, Rare Bird. Maliki actually came up with that name. Oh, yeah. that's wonderful. Maliki is well known in the Philadelphia cheese world. Uh, he worked at De Bruyne Brothers mm-hmm. and then worked with Cherry Grove Farm. He's yep. a graphic designer. Very talented artist. He does a lot of drawings for cheese companies. Um, and so that's wonderful that he came up with that yeah. name. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. All right. Yeah. So, Sue, what did you bring along today? So, I brought along our smoked Bertrand Blue. It's a remnant from um, the holiday season. This cheese is really lovely. It's our our, our basic uh, Bertrand Blue, but we send it down to Tallulah's table in Kennett Square, where Amy Alexi's the restaurant tour there, and uh, they cold smoke it for us, and then we bring it back. So it, the smoking is really nice. It kind of makes it a little bit sweet, and then a little woodsiness to the rind. Um, and I think it's gonna. I can't wait to try it with this brown ale. Yeah. Me yeah. neither. And how long is this, is this one aged, this particular one? This one is probably close to four months. Four months. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Four months old. Should All we right. dig in? Yeah, yeah. Let's dive let's in. Do it. All right. Yeah. It was definitely when I, I had first had Figgy Blue and Smoke Blue, I think was last year in the Collective Creamery Share. Yeah. And I had heard about them for a long time because I knew that you made them, but you never didn't really wholesale them. I, I was like, oh, they must be really good. But, you know, like the Bertrand Blue is already really good. Hmm. And when I tried them, I was just like, damn, because yeah. they're so different and they're both just like so next level. I love playing with that whole idea of taking one style of cheese and then giving it some kind of different aging conditions, mm-hmm. whether it be um, humidity, wash. Mm smoke, wrap. It's fun. It takes so long to develop a cheese. So if we can do some of these little things and have fun with it, I think it's perfect. I mean, I think you would agree, wouldn't you, Sean? Oh, definitely. When you can take Mm. that basic cheese and, um, well, a a year in the making, Rare Bird is. Yeah. I mean, you you really can tell or you find out that any small change that you make has such an extraordinary, like, impact on how the cheese actually turns out 
So like all we did was with the rare bird really was change the amount of humidity that we aged it at because we were having problems with it ripening too quickly. Mm-hmm. And it started turning out so much better. And it's just like those small things that you change. That's amazing. We first had this at an epic party here in Philadelphia <laughs> called <laughs> Cheesemus. And um, did you bring it to Cheesemus or did somebody else? Yeah, no, they brought it. We did. Brought you did. Yep. And the word went it. around <laughs> the street that this rare bird was there. And I just like posted up there <laughs> at the counter and made it my own. And that was like a particularly like lush wheel too. You probably wouldn't want to like release it at that state, Mm-mm. but it was perfect for a cheesemaker special. I have been like cheesegasming over this um the naked dad's hat. Oh um, my goodness. This is so good. It's Thank so you. sweet and it comes yeah. your mouth. It really does. It's like eating a stick of butter, but less <sighs> guilty and I, about it. You know, I, I I will probably mention my prejudice. Like I'm one of those we were talking earlier about how people always want these super hard aged, concentrated, ultra flavorful cheeses. Yeah. And I definitely um my my palate is like more towards those, just my preference. Um, so sometimes with the stinkier cheeses, it takes me a little longer to hmm. work up my nerve, mm-hmm. um, you know, despite the lush butteriness beneath mm-hmm. that. And I really like, um, I think the first time I tried dad's hat, I was, or the, the, the Trilby washing dad's hat. Right. Um, it was like eating a really good croissant mm. or like Danish or something like this, like a pastry that's really buttery, but a little bit like savory and toasty also. Totally. And it's just so pretty and like gorgeously creamy i don't even like there's nothing to compare like what this texture is it's like perfectly aged a, a really perfectly the rind is in such great shape mm. the I'm texture having a, is mm. dreamy so what is the maturity on this wheel um that's probably a little bit more than a month right now mm. a little more than a month yeah. so this guy's pasteurized all it is pasteurized yeah. what's the what's the best time of year to make this cheese um i don't know i mean <clears throat> The I like both winter and summer wheels just because they offer different things. Like obviously the winter wheels are much more like unctuous and mm-hmm. fatty, which is great. But then in the summer you get that really nice bright like yellow um, hue to the milk and it just tastes more grassy. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is more like sweet, you know, like sweet mm. cream kind of. See, and it's about the seasonality, and we're so fortunate to be able to have that communication with our Mm -hmm. customers so that we can talk about the natural progression of the milk through the year. Totally. And it's what makes this world so beautiful and so darn compelling and so (laughs) mind-boggling sometimes for the cheesemaker. What uh, what pairings are you liking? Because I'm sipping this with the cider, and I think it's... That's what I did nice. too. It, yeah, the, the sweetness is a nice match. So we're sipping on the Plowman Ken Speckle, um, which is described as an American cider with chokeberries. Collective Creamery is a women-powered cheese subscription, bringing the best of Pennsylvania and East Coast artisan cheese to households around the region. We'll be accepting new members for our spring-summer 2018 share soon, so head to collectivecreamery.com to sign up for updates. We're loving on this, uh, this Trilby. Trilby. Oh, my goodness. Trilby's amazing. What a deck. We love treat. it. It's um, beautiful. It's so pretty. Oh, we it's were talking about one. pairing it with the, the And cider. we had it with the Ken Speckle. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I love the Ken Speckle. I love bright, you know, not too sweet flavors. And it's, mm. I could like, actually, 
I will, I'll get real. I had a, we had a really cold market. Um, it was the last Saturday and yeah. uh, it's cold and windy. It was supposed to be warmer. It wasn't warmer. It was not a great market, but I got a bottle of Ken Speckle <laughs> and my burrito from Taco San Memo and I got home and I just like ate my burrito and like gradually drank my entire bottle of cider <laughs> and it was Warm to right back up. It was, yeah, it was, and I took a shower, and it was like exactly what I needed to like feel a human again after a <laughs> long market. Um, and we also have, uh, yeah, we have the smoked blue, we have the rare bird, we have the trilby, and then we have the roasted mushroom clover, my fave. Um, a pretty great cheese board. Some bold flavors, but all kinds of different textures. The brown ale was a nice choice, Sue. I think mm-hmm. that's really pairing nicely with. Pretty much all of them. Mm, yeah. It, it yeah. feels really, really seasonal for us mm-hmm. to be drinking yeah. that brown ale. Yeah. Well, the brown yeah. ale is particularly good with the smoked blue, actually. Oh, yeah. oh. I haven't even done Because I'm kind of eating them and drinking them at the same time, fantasizing that I'm drinking <laughs> like a Roush beer. Because that's like my favorite style of beer. And the smoke and like mm. the malt together is absolutely perfect. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Mm. Yeah, this is the Eastern Brown and Down brown ale. Which I hadn't had before. And I feel like there are so many. I remember being in college and like drinking in Newcastle. So it was like very smooth, <laughs> you know, but I kind of forgot about brown ales for a long time. And so many breweries in Southeast Pennsylvania are doing so many crazy things with gosas and sours mm-hmm. and like really pungent hoppy beers and things like that. And I kind of forget about brown ale. Mm-hmm. Brown ales. And Weyerbacher nice. is the um, brewery behind Mary Monks, which is one of my favorite right. Belgian triples made oh. in the U.S. Yeah. I love that one. We'll have to bring that in sometime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that would pair yeah. nicely with a I lot do of love cheeses. a brown ale. Mm. Okay. It's going down so easy. <laughs> what a beautiful board. I think we should talk about Rare Bird a little bit. I think it's going to be perfect yeah. with this yeah, brown ale, too. Let's talk about Rare Bird. That's a great call. All right. Let's go with the flavors. I love the funky uh, I love the funky rind on it. Thank you. Me, too. Um, I love a good funky rind. Mm, can you tell us about the rind and how you developed it? Well, Rare Bird is actually a very, very simple cheese. There's only, there's only one culture in the whole thing, um, which is a thermophilic culture. Mm. Um, basically, just to make acid, you know? Um, and then it's just a plain old salt, uh, wash on the rind. Um, but the whole idea behind that really is to feature like how awesome and sweet and creamy and rich our milk is Mm. and not have the dominant flavor rather than the dominant flavor being like cultures, it's the milk because that's what you really want to taste, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're working so hard on, achieving the highest quality of milk possible. Mm-hmm. You want to taste the milk, not. I think he's just singing our song, Steph, <laughs> right there, don't you? I think so. I think we have a lot of similar ideas. We yeah. do. It's like how to best honor the milk and express it with mm-hmm. this little intervention uh, from our hands. Absolutely. And if you can come up with something like this rare bird, <laughs> hats off to you. It's beautiful. Thank it you. Beautiful. I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah. I love I love the eyes. I love the texture. The paste is oh, it's so creamy. <laughs> it um it has a little bit of elasticity. It's very supple. Mm-hmm. I, I love the, the how it just coats the mouth. How much has a nice toasty quality too. Mm. Toasty, which I really like. Which yeah. is brown ale pulls washed out. Rind pungent. I kind of get like Marcona almonds mm. on it a lot of times. Um, 
toasty, mushroomy, funky. It's definitely my favorite kind of cheese. This is a very selfish cheese because <laughs> this is like this is like what I want to eat every day. Um, like when I used to work at De Bruno Brothers, they would have to stop me from like eating all of the washwine cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much sampling you should do like, in okay, every Sean, day. Stop, stop, stop. And I think we were even like we got this batch and. Um, you know, it was like whiffy. It was like, whoa, like this is some pungent cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I left it in my car for a minute to like run up and get <laughs> something else when I was bringing it to stuff. Um, after I picked it up and I was like, I'm always, I'm always like locking my car, even like out of the farm where no one's ever going to bring it to it. <laughs> but I was just like, West Philly, it would girl. be so, it would be so ironic if um, somebody stole this like really stinky cheese <laughs> <laughs> that like no, you know, no regular person probably would want. Um, but we we even told the members, I told the members in the newsletter, I was like, this is like a really pungent cheese. Like, it might knock your socks off a little bit. We hope that they've been kind of prepared for how uh, washed red cheese can have a lot of bark and, mm-hmm. you know, not much bite and sure. be like really luxurious. Um, so so we kind of like told them that we were like, but this is like, this is like a really excellent opportunity to uh, enjoy something that's going to like really be a different flavor mm-hmm. and texture combination for you. Yeah, the members that I came in contact with on a pickup day, they were pretty stoked about it based on the descriptions. Mm-hmm. They were thrilled to hear awesome. that they were going to have something so unique and funky and with such character. Yeah. Our, our so friend Jody, um, a, a farmer up in Berks County, is a member, and she always mm-hmm. is great about Instagramming the cool stuff that she does, Whether even if it's just – uh, you know, dipping eating, Fritos yeah, into clover. Yeah, dipping Fritos into clover, which is a genius idea. That sounds really um, good, actually. But she was she was eating it with a pretzel, like a hard pretzel, and her like three year old daughter, four year old daughter, like loved it too. So mm. I mean, I think it's um, she's obviously cultivating an excellent palate in her child. As you should, you've <laughs> got to start them young. Um, yeah. So I think I think it was a real winner, and we're really excited to be able to introduce like these uh, amazing like flavor and texture combinations to people. We've talked before about, you know, being able to smell a cheese shop. Like you should be able to smell a cheese shop from around the corner. And I think our little white paper bags that we deliver should always be pretty (laughs) pungent, you know, or we're we're doing something wrong. At the bar, they're like, what is in that? (laughs) I I do love when um, I get recycled boxes from Mike Gino, the cheese uh, portrait artist, because a lot of people from around the country ship him cheese. Hmm. And so many of the boxes say... um, watch out for the smell or, yeah. you know, stinky I'm cheese inside. Yeah. I'm supposed to smell. And I think how brilliant, because if you were delivering that package, of course we think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. But if you're just like some guy who shops at Kmart, <laughs> goes to McDonald's. I, I delivered, um, I delivered a package of cheese to the UPS counter once. And I guess there are some new rules about uh, odors. And they asked me, <laughs> is there a chance that this package could produce an odor over time? And I just took a deep <laughs> breath and said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fine. The way it is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. It's one of our, yeah, I mean, one, one of our most important senses. Oh yeah. You know, it, it goes straight to your, the sense of smell goes straight to your reptile brain, which is why the second, like if you smell, you're like, what's burning? You're like, Oh my God. I'm instantly like on alert. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason that cheese can be such a um, compelling 
uh, and sort of mortal uh, food that we're like so connected to because that scent memory takes us back to places mm-hmm. that we've traveled or when we were a child or something like that. But it's also just like, what am I smelling? Is it food? Oh, I think it's food. I bet it's really good food. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. What a great cheese board today. Thank you so nice, much, Sean. Nice, it's a diverse My pleasure. one as well. It is yeah. a diverse one. Definitely. Collective Creamery is Stephanie Angstadt, Sue Miller, and Alex Jones. Jordan Heil produced the podcast, and Mike Lorenz wrote our music. You can hear him on Thursday nights at the Tired Hands Brew Cafe in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can learn more and subscribe to our cheese subscription at collectivecreamery.com.